Our church celebrates the feast day of Saint Savas, the Serbian prince. The following are some details on his life and works. It was during the 13th century that Savas, the son of King Simeon of Serbia and heir to the royal throne, forsook the glory and power of the throne to dedicate himself to the Saviour. One of the three brothers, Savas was trained and educated to be a monarch. However, with all due respect for his royal responsibilities, Savas considered service to the church to be of greater importance. Since either of his two brothers could assume the throne, he felt free to serve Christ. Later, he did not regret this decision to serve the king of kings. Savas was not certain how he could best serve the church. He above all wanted no special favour because of his royal position. It happened that some monks from Mount Athos arrived in Serbia to solicit funds from, from King Simeon. Simeon had been charitable in the past, but on this occasion he gave not only his money, but also his son. Savas secretly planned to go to Mount Athos with the monks in order to become a monk himself. He persuaded the monks to take him without his father's knowledge. Savas argued that he was not betraying his father, but that were he to be denied permission to accompany them, they would be betraying the son whom he desperately sought to serve. Savas faded into the obscurity of Mount Athos among the thousands of monks who enjoyed not only spiritual freedom, but total independence from the state without fear of intervention. After being tonsured a monk, Savas soon established himself in the brotherhood as a man of great intelligence and profound devotion to the word of the Lord. Meanwhile, King Simeon had instituted a broad search for his son. Two years after Savas's secret departure, the hunt came to an end with a revelation that he had left of his own volition to become an ascetic. Although the king's emissaries advised Savas that his only cause of action was to return to his rightful place at the side of his father, Savas sent the emissaries back with a letter for his parents. In his letter, with, with, which was reputed to have been 400 pages long, Savas not only extolled the virtues and importance of monasticism, but in a torrent of passionate prose, he also revealed to them the true meaning of Christian love and the depth of his devotion to Jesus Christ. Greatly moved by his son's impassioned letter, the king transferred the royal authority to his sons and then journeyed to Mount Athos to experience firsthand what had been so eloquently described to him. Shedding the royal purple for a monk's habit, the king found for himself a serenity he had never known before. Soon, many of his countrymen joined him and his son, eventually founding Hilandari, the first Serbian monastery on Mount Athos. Impressed by the holy work of Savas, the Patriarch of Constantinople prevailed upon him to return to his native Serbia to serve his people not as king but as Archbishop of Serbia. With considerable reluctance, Savas left Mount Athos to respect the Patriarch's wishes and assume the spiritual leadership of his native land. His service was one of distinction. The Orthodox Church of Serbia flourished as never before in its history. But more than this, the countries known as the Balkans, which include Serbia, are indebted to a number of missionaries for their steadfast Orthodox faith. To one of their own, who might have served as royalty, they owe a special debt of gratitude, that is, to St. Savas, but for whom the light of Christianity might have dimmed. In an era of Christian upheaval, the Crusades and the barbarian menace to the north, St. Savas brought stability to the Greek Orthodox faith and in turn to the welfare, spiritual and temporal, of a region that was no stranger to turmoil and vacillation. He is all the more revered for choosing to serve the king of, of kings rather than be a monarch himself. 
Savas eventually returned to his beloved Helandari, where he died peacefully on the 14th of January, 1236.